everyone. A very good day to all of you. I hope all of you are safe and well. My name is Vivin Satyan and welcome to the uh, second podcast, the IAM podcast series. Now, in the first uh, podcast, we discuss about employee onboarding and uh, what are the things that you should have in mind when you onboard a user, uh, uniformity, giving them the right access, onboarding them to various technology platforms that you have, uh, that could be Microsoft 365, creating an exchange mailbox for the user, assigning the right licenses and all that. Now, in this podcast, we will be talking about employee offboarding. So, streamlining employee offboarding is, is much needed for any organization for mitigating security and legal threats. Now, besides these two reasons, an offboarding process will ensure that uh, an employee's departure causes minimal disruption to the organization. So, to have a seamless offboarding experience, there has to be a checklist in place uh, that covers the entire board of users, not just your, uh, your sales team or your top-level managers. Now, it has to cover the entire board of users. In this podcast, I will be sharing six basic pointers that should be a part of your employee offboarding checklist. So let's dive right into the checklist. And the point number one uh, in that checklist is going to be terminating all VPN connections and reviewing any remote access methods that your users have. Now, it is common these days for employees to have remote access to internal or cloud services, whether they work from home or from a satellite office. Now, please make sure you revoke the employee's access from all methods of logging into the VPN, RDP, or any other remote access forms. Now, point number two is revoking or changing shared accounts passwords. Now, in the first place, using shared accounts is not a very good practice. However, you may have some services where you have created a shared user for several employees, uh, whether that's a database password, a SaaS application's credential, a router, I mean, router access credential. All these are backdoors that you have left open. In case the departing employee had access to a shared account, you should revoke all existing tokens and sessions and create a new password. This might also be a good time to revisit the shared account and create separate accounts wherever possible. Point number three, changing systems ownership. Now, the departing employee might have acted as the system owner of one or more tools in your organization. Please make sure you have someone else assigned to the role and have the proper system permissions to do so. A small tip here would be uh, to keep a track of system owners uh, in your organization. So you should be having a list of system owners. You should have one go-to person who actually owns the system and then uh, the roles branch down from there. Now, additional roles such as uh, budget owners or process owners or business owners are also recommended, but that's additional. So the number one thing that you'll have to keep in mind is you should have proper documentation of the system owners in your organization. So point number four, forwarding employees' emails to other designated authorities. Now, to ensure business continuity, it is really important to forward the emails of the departing employee to a colleague or to a manager, at least temporarily. Now, you should probably do this when you disable the employee's account. For example, if you have a G Suite account or a Microsoft 365 email account or an Exchange mailbox. It is a good practice to create an automatic reply on behalf of the department employee 
letting the sender know whose email will be addressed by a new employee. This is especially important for employees uh, who wear the single point of contact with a client or a customer or a buyer. Now, a small uh, piece of uh, advice or a suggestion would be when thinking about the single point of contact employees, not only sales executors or managers email should be followed. Now, please bear in mind that in today's era, especially uh, organizations are adopting SaaS applications like Anything, many individual contributors in various departments might have signed up for a SaaS tool. An important email from a vendor might be lost unless you had created a forward rule for all the employees, in the sense, all the departing employees, irrespective of the role that they hold in your organization. It can be an employee from the pre-sales team, the marketing, the sales, or one of your uh, board of directors. It doesn't matter. So please make sure that you have an email forwarding process in place that covers the entire board of users and not just selected users. Point number five, scheduling account deletion for suspended accounts. Now, if you take a look at services like uh, G Suite or Dropbox or Microsoft 365, you can suspend or disable the user before deleting the account, right? So this allows you to disable the employee's access to a certain account without losing important corporate data. While this is a good practice, we tend to forget to review those accounts and delete them once the data has been transferred. Now, please make sure that you have a good process in place to revisit such suspended accounts after a fixed period of time and delete them, right? Suspending user accounts is a really good thing, but that's just the first step. Revisiting such suspended accounts and deleting, let's say, uh, deleting them after uh, 90 days or 120 days or 180 days is, is really important. So please keep that in mind as well, right? So I would prefer automating such processes because there, uh, there are certain things that you cannot uh, control manually. So if it's automated, it's going to be a lot more easier. Now, the last point is reclaiming employee licenses. Now, some administrators tend to overlook the fact that you keep paying for inactive users, right? including employees that are no longer with the company. I have seen organizations where the total cost of wasted licenses uh, sum up to anywhere between 20 to 30 percentage of your total SaaS license cost. I don't want that to be the case for you. So to save costs, make sure you reclaim the SaaS licenses of departing employees. Please pay attention to the different license model of the various providers. With many tools, you keep paying for disabled or suspended accounts as if they were active accounts. Why do that, right? So usually only removing the account will stop the license cost charges. Now, please bear in mind for all the six uh, things to take place in your organization, uh, we are talking, we're still talking about uh, the things that are in the realm of uh, in the realm of identity and access management. So for all of this to happen, and, and by the way, all these six action items are basic action items, not advanced. So for all these to happen, your identity and access management solution should be capable of integrating with various technology platforms, right? And it should also have options to automate uh, some of these tasks that I've just mentioned, right? 
and not just for offboarding but also for onboarding uses that is really really crucial so please evaluate or please see whether your tool is capable of performing all these six operations not just manually but also in an automated manner and when you automate certain actions like uh, removing licenses or, or deleting accounts please see to that that the tool also offers an option to supervise and execute actions right so with that said and closing this podcast i hope you found this podcast informative i kindly request you to put these action items to use and see whether the tool that you have uh, in your organization is is, uh, is is allowing you to have a seamless onboarding and offboarding experience so talk to you in the next part i mean in the next podcast until then uh, stay safe. Goodbye.